welcome everybody to Generation Motivation. We're here in episode 17, and I'm here with Yonan. Trust me, he's here. back. We are back. Why does it take him forever to respond? But he does. And also another interesting fact about him, I've noticed that every time you talk to him, no matter what happens, you see, you hear a mm-hmm, and it's not a yes, it's not a no, it's just confirmation that he hears you. And as a person who's been talking to him for like about a year, a little over, I've noticed him do the mm-hmm a lot. I always assumed they meant yes. And I would always be confused talking to this man because he was just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's me acknowledging that I have heard you and my brain is processing what you have been saying. So on this podcast, guys, if you hear him say, mm-hmm, he doesn't mean yes. So if if it's a very deep concept and he goes, mm-hmm, he's just thinking about it. Or if you ask me what I want to eat, I would say, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look up, mm-hmm. It just means mm-hmm. I'm thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chipotle, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, guys. Yeah, but today we're going to be talking about the cryptocurrency craze. Woke up today, read something interesting uh, from Elon Musk and Tesla, and I kind of want to talk about it a little bit today. Yep. How about you? Yep. Um, but before before any of that, Danny, I just want to put a big statement out there. Okay. Is the concept of Bitcoin dead? And let me know if you don't understand the question. I could dive deeper. The concept of is, Bitcoin yep, or is, cryptocurrency no, Bitcoin. in general? Is the concept of Bitcoin dead? I'm gonna I'm go into a little more detail. Okay. With that. Come on. Now. So, so the original concept of Bitcoin was to be this decentralized uh, currency, right? Okay. Cur- and the key word in there is currency, but now it's went into a commodity like gold. <laughs> so the reason why it was built was so it could be a currency, and separate from any entity and any um, government control. That was the purpose originally from Bitcoin, right? But now, fast forward, you know, 10 plus years, it's no longer treated like a uh, a currency. It's treated like a, a commodity, like gold or silver or diamonds or whatever it may be. Okay. So now to kind of like circle back to my question for you and maybe to, to the uh, Generation Motivation listeners, is the concept of Bitcoin dead? Or will it come back one day? Nope, it's dead. It's over. It's a wrap. It's not coming <laughs> so, back. It's done. So are people just buying Bitcoin for value now? Like, are they doing it for the money? Like, just so they can make a dollar? Or is it... Well, here, here's the thing. Yeah. How many places do you know take Bitcoin as a type of currency? Except for that one place in California that buys and sells Lambos with with Bitcoin. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, dude. There's more and more places you, we just don't know about them because well, well, they're some, whatever kind of places. I was going to save this the big news for maybe later, but but um, a big company just announced that they will be accepting Bitcoin for uh, for their vehicles. And here's the thing that's very interesting. Why? Why? Just why? Mm-hmm. Just, just why? Yeah. That's all I want to know. Is like why? It's because all of these currencies out here, all these cryptocurrency, different types of cryptocurrencies out here. You choose Bitcoin, obviously, craze, whatever, whatever. You know, whatever. Forty grand. If someone's been mining it since it was like at 10, 10 coin, 
at 10 price and now it's at 40 look at that they're buying a tesla be the same thing as just selling it and going over there and being like hey let me buy this right like i don't understand the difference yeah um so so that that company is tesla by the way guys so tesla has just announced that they will be uh, in the near future allowing people to purchase their cars with bitcoin uh, and in the future, possibly allowing um, different cryptocurrencies to be accessible as well. So with Elon Musk tweeting and going crazy about Dogecoin recently, people are maybe assuming that Dogecoin might be the might be one of the coins. And I also read this article, Danny, where he was he, there was even rumors where he wanted to acquire the rights to Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know I don't know how that would work. You know, like that's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, man. Wait. Okay. So, what actually ha will happen if he acquires the rights? He's just gonna be like the owner of Dogecoin. Well, that's or he's the thing, gonna be I the know, face right? behind it. Like that's a very well, interesting thing to yeah. So do is he with is your he, life? Yeah. Is he purchasing the the rights to to? own it or is he purchasing like the the blockchain around it or i don't know so this it's crazy right because now he has to get like because now he, he has to be regulated so he can't just create millions of doge coins right and then just like just, just like cash out it. i don't know what the regulations yeah so i don't know what like what what's going on with that but that's still a rumor so that's nothing to be like that's no fact but the fact is that tesla will allow you to purchase cars via bitcoins imagine imagine wanting to buy a uh a tesla and you had like three bitcoin that you've mined and you were holding on to and then elon musk mm -hmm. just came out and said you know what i'll trade you those for a car would you do it hmm. would like would you yourself purchase a tesla using bitcoin Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. let's see the thing is no I would probably keep saving it actually to be honest mm -hmm. I would so keep saving it I would not I would not spend it so do you think like bitcoin can hit an insane number in like 10 years oh yeah in 10 oh man I in 10 years I'm thinking over 100k so, do you think this is a way uh, that a company that is accepting crypto is kind of investing into it without yeah, actually definitely. having so to I, invest into it? Yeah, so I think he's hogging it. Like, I think he, he's doing this, so... not And not him. I think other companies are going to follow, but I think he's going to be holding these as an investment as well. So... Would it be a good time to go into it right now before other companies jump into it? Definitely. Because at, right when he announced it, uh, Bitcoin jumped to all-time high. It hit a um, quick 20% jumper. Same with Dogecoin. Interesting fact, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would never purchase at a high, though. It's just it's just me. Um, because their dips will come following it. It might not, it might not be a massive dip, but dips will come. Um, because people always collect profits, but 
I don't know. I don't know. Crypto's crypto's one of those things where I know in the future I'll be like, oh, I should have bought it, but it's not gonna. I can, I'll be able to sleep over it, you know. But I don't think I'm going to be purchasing uh, Bitcoin anytime soon. All right. So when we were looking at Dogecoin, yep. Right. This is before it blew up. Before it blew up. Um, hold on. Let me let me make sure I got my numbers right because I don't want to be wrong here. Mm-hmm. But we were looking at it about wow puts 1.5 billion in bitcoin that's nice elon musk yeah um we were looking at it just about like a week ago when it was at like 0.032 and i believe i was texting you and i was telling you hey man i've been i've been trading this coin from i've been buying at 0.3 selling at a 0.4 i did it like four times so it doubled i want your thoughts on it why do you think it just doubled like it just shot up a hundred percent in the week. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a this this week specifically. There was a lot of um, Twitter hype on it from celebrities. Mm-hmm. So Elon Musk, Gene Simmons, um, what's that? What's that gentleman from the? He owns the Mavericks. Uh, it's gonna kill me. A Mark Cuban tweeted about it. There were so there were there were a lot of celebrities tweeting about a Dogecoin. And believing it, and also, there was a big rumor that there was going to be a Dogecoin commercial on the Super Bowl. People thought that um, Elon Musk purchased a slot for the Super Bowl for Dogecoin, but um, that wasn't the case, though. So there was a lot no, of like, that's gonna that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nuts, but that wasn't the case. And um, there's there's just a lot of hype going on it. And Reddit, Wall Street bets, there's a lot, a lot, a lot riding on this. So, um. But again, it will it, it it retraces though. You know, it goes up to all time highs and it retraces all time highs and retraces. Um, so there is a real possibility to like swing this and make like day trades off out of this too. So do you think you can create a successful living swinging off the the the, the dog coin? Um, you would need a you would need a big starting investment, I think. All right, but let's say. Because in one week, it did just hit 100%. And this is like the fourth, fifth time I'm seeing this mm-hmm. in the past, well, like three months. Yep. Meaning, if you had started with 1,000, right? Yep. Would you say 1,000 is a hard amount to start with right now? No, no, definitely not. Okay. So let's say you just doubled and then, you know, you got two, you doubled again, you got four, you doubled again, you got eight, you doubled again, now you're at 16. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can continuously do that in the dog if it continues to follow these patterns and create a successful living off of it? Maybe not specifically 100%, but definitely like the 20 to 50 for sure. 20 to 50 swings. Yeah, 20 to 50. Yeah. Because I've been putting, I was just throwing in, you know, like 200, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just catching swings, 20%ers, 30%ers. Admittedly, going out and buying food from Uber Eats and Grubhub because I get hungry. Yep. But what I want to know right now is if you can make a living without having to mine it, just straight up swing trading it, would you do that? Oh, mine it? Yeah. Not like, no, not mining it, but swing trading. Like, would you swing trade for a living in Dogecoin? Uh, I would, so if I wanted to make a living off it, I will go really big to a point where I could just stop and then just live off of it for a little bit. 
So that's what you would do. Yeah, I, because I, I mean, just swing trading it back and forth, back and forth every single day, that would be, uh, to me, I think it would be a little stressful. Well, that'd be more of a day trade. Now. I'm talking about, like, you buy it now, and then you sell it a week later after it hits, like, 50, 80, 100%. Got it. Um, and then you would just live off of that? You would be able to. I mean, like, okay. If you're at 50,000 and it hits 100%, you're now at 100,000. You just doubled up. Got it. Right. Uh, in a year, what is the average? Like, it's 30 grand. 30 grand is the lowest you can spend a year living at, like, what, the poverty line is that? Or is it 25,000? It's somewhere around that. Yeah. So, h- half of that profit would go into, you know, living. Got it. And then if you do it again, now you're at 75. You can, you're at 75, you double it, you're 150, you can live a little better and then continue. But I would. That would be an extremely difficult position for someone to be in because, you know, crypto tax is a little annoying. Right, right. Um, however, when it comes to cryptocurrency, the one thing I don't like about it is that it's called currency and it's being treated like a stock. Yeah. Which, which don't get me wrong. I mean, the way a company moves is dependent kind of on the same reason, you know, supply and demand. Right. Mm-hmm. It determines how many outlying outlying stocks they have to how many people are actually buying it. Same thing with coins. Same thing with capital. Right. Well, except for capital. The more capital we have, the less value it's going to have. The less of it we have, the more value we'll have, which is interesting because we had a coin shortage and nothing happened to our coins. Right. How, like, how would you feel if we had a coin shortage and then pennies were worth dimes and then everything just added to zero to the end of it? <laughs> well, do you remember that news that came out where two dollars fifty? <laughs> do you remember that news that uh, the government wants to actually get rid of pennies, like just make them devalued, where everything would be um, in increments of fives? So um, they didn't want to produce pennies anymore because it was just a waste of resources. It really is. So uh, yeah, so I thought that was a great idea actually, just because of pennies. Yeah. You got to be honest. The What's coin that? you see on the street the most is the penny. Oh, for sure. It's the penny. Like, you see someone's coin collection, you see, like, a couple of pennies, and that's it. Yep. Like, I used to have a coin collection, and I would have a separate jar to throw in my pennies because it just took up room from the valuable coins. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but let me let me ask you this about about bitcoin have it ever dawned you that why isn't bitcoin hackable like the the blockchain in itself like for the ability to be like okay i'm in i might just give myself 20 yeah years. exactly so the ability the ability to like i i that's kind of like what mining is you're kind of like hacking in and kind of like taking pieces and pieces of it but um how can a hacker get into the blockchain technology that that Bitcoin's built around, and just got like it. start just taking whole coins? Got it, got it, got it. Um, how actually, is that possible? Like, is it built that well? Like, I want to know is it, is it even notable if someone's doing that? Because you can't yeah. really trace crypto. 
Okay, it's gonna be okay. This is a little difficult. Okay, so you can't really tell if someone has cryptocurrency, but a website can tell whether or not you have bought it. That's how the government gets their information on okay, this person bought it and sold it. I want my right. money now. But when when you hack into something and you're pulling it out, what you're doing is you're you're tra you're like you're erasing your footprints, right? So yeah. you're making sure no one knows you're there. You're taking a coin. You're making sure no one knows you took a coin. And then you get out without anyone knowing that you were in there. Right. So if you take one coin, it's not extremely noticeable because there's a bunch out there. But someone might be like, wait, what the hell just happened? And then on meanwhile, you can't really do anything with the coin. What would you do with the coin? Well, you would put it in a wallet, right? And then and then sell it. But then the government would know you sold it without ever having bought in it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's decentralized. So the government technically shouldn't have anything to do with it, right? The government shouldn't, shouldn't have anything to do with it. But then again, they want their tax money. And because so many people didn't want to pay their taxes a long time ago for crypto, they they became strict about it. Right. And you're not technically stealing it from anyone, too. Because no one owns it. Yeah, it's not claimed. So, so um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like a crazy thought because, because nobody's really managing the source right now. Like, there's I'm not, there's like, there's not a maintenance team behind the tech around Bitcoin. Well... That's our conversation about cryptocurrency, and we'll definitely be making a part two, a part three to this, just because there's so much to cover. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 17 of Generation Motivation. As always, if you ever want to keep up to date with what's going on uh, with Generation Motivation, please follow our handles, uh, Twitter handles and Instagram handles, at Generation Motivation Podcast. And as always, thanks again. Thank you all. Hey, Danny. Run that outro. Yes, sir.